0: Welcome everyone, this is episode 31 of the Powerhouse Podcast, and I'm so excited. Today's episode is a little different. You're actually going to hear me being interviewed, which I know I'm usually on the other end of things, but you guys will get to hear from one of my mentors, Miss Janelle Lara, who is awesome. And ironically, part of her company is called Powerhouse as well. And so you guys are going to hear from her. She's the part-time CEO. She has helped transform my business and my life. And so many of these aspects that have helped me in running and being the CEO of Powerhouse Pageantry also apply to learning how to get back up um, remove yourself from the fear of failure and keep on keeping on in your pageant prep. So, I'm so excited for you guys to get to hear Miss Janelle Lara interview me, and you guys will hear her introduce herself on her podcast, all that good stuff. So, please enjoy episode 31. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now let the podcast begin.
1: Hey CEOs, my name is Janelle Lara and I am your host here at the Part-Time CEO Podcast. And I am just so thrilled to welcome you To this very special podcast episode. Today, I speak with Megan Swanson, who is the owner and CEO at Powerhouse Pageantry, about how she made more gross sales in her slowest month of the year after working with me for just two months. She grossed more than she grossed in her company in all of 2018. I'm so excited to share how she did that, the process that led her there, how courageous and brave she was to invest in me after investing five figures in coaches before that hadn't panned out the way that she'd hoped. And she is just an incredible testimony of a woman who is courageous, whose vision is bigger than her and someone who is willing to get back up time and time again to fulfill her vision. Megan is an pageant interview expert and so she has an amazing group on social media. Her jam is Instagram. So if you would like to follow Megan, you can find her at Megan underscore Swanson. That's M E G A N underscore S W A N S O N on Instagram. She does not just talk about pageantry. She talks about entrepreneurship, female confidence, female empowerment. She's just incredible. You can also find Megan at her website, powerhousepageantry.com. We'll have both of those links linked in the show notes. For now, I'm so excited for you to hear Megan's story. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to work less while still implementing long-term sustainable growth in your business? Sounds too good to be true, right? Well, I am proof that that is not just a pipe dream. My name is Janelle Lara, and I'm the part time CEO. I help high achieving women entrepreneurs do the work they love without sacrificing themselves or their families. Most of my week is spent enjoying time with my family, and I only spend two and a half days each week running my two companies. In this podcast, I'll be talking to experts and leaders in business, as well as sharing actionable advice and personal stories that will propel your business forward without compromising the life. If you want to live. Welcome to the part-time CEO podcast. If you are a successful CEO and would like to interact with other women at your level and beyond, come mastermind with us in the part-time CEO Facebook group. Now on to today's episode. Hey Megan, welcome to the part-time CEO podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Absolutely. Megan, I feel like I've known you for years. (laughs) I initially reached out to you, I think just like for a coffee chat, because your business name is powerhouse pageantry. And I was like, whoa, someone else is using powerhouse. Like she must be a woman that I want to meet. And you totally are a powerhouse, which my audience will hear in just a moment. But before I get too deep into it, Megan, can you please share who you are and what you do? Yes, absolutely. Well,
0: like again, like I said, thank you so much for having me. Um, I am the founder and CEO of Powerhouse Pageantry. And we are a three and a half year old company that started out of really my heart of previously being a Miss Nebraska competitor in the Miss America organization. So I won Miss Nebraska on my first try when I was 20 turning 21. I had no idea what I was doing. And after college, um, which was fully paid for by the Miss America organization, I wanted to find a way to pay it forward and give back to help unlock a specific component of women that I really wish that I would have known in my experience. So for me, it was just my mom and I, we were on this check together, pageantry previously, having just been an athlete who wore my hair in a ponytail every day and didn't know how to put makeup on. <laughs> and So to find myself within a year later on the Miss America stage on national television was crazy. And I really wanted to empower women specifically, even um, now we have clients in 25 States, but specifically even just starting out in the States that didn't have a ton of um, backing from their local and state organizations in the interview area of competition to develop life skills and um, self-confidence and just communication skills, which is really the driving force um, amongst how you end up winning. And so, I just found that I had a gifting for that. And, um, with my background kind of in ministry and just being a big sister, actually to my actual little sister, it's just been an incredible journey. So kind of our tagline is unlock the winner with angst. I believe that it's already on the inside of us. We just have to have the right kind of coach
1: to pull it out of us, which is a lot of what we're going to talk about today. So that's absolutely, that's I mean. Megan, thank you so much for sharing. And you, like, I just love, I just think that we, get along so well because we think so similarly. And I just love like the very, um, matter of fact statement, like unlock the winner within, like there's a winner inside of you. You just need someone to pull it out of you. And I think that that just goes to show like the ministry that you're giving to women and the confidence and the strength that you are helping them see inside themselves. It's really beautiful.
0: Thank you.
1: Um, okay. So you have a really fascinating business journey. You started your business when you were pretty young and it's had its ups and downs. So I know that my audience will be so fascinated to hear how you got to where you are now. So can you just like start from the beginning and and tell us the story? Absolutely. I can. I would love to. So I had the idea to start my business literally
0: 27 days after I graduated and um, I was living in Nashville, Tennessee. I'd, I had pursued music for five years. I'm a singer. I was literally like raised singing the second that I could make noise. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was really the path, the career path that I thought I was going to go um, my entire life. And I'm a published songwriter. I have songs on iTunes and stuff that has reached over a hundred thousand spins, which is awesome. And, um, get to do a lot through my church here in Omaha. But I realized that I a, didn't want to work for somebody and b just really had a heart to make impact in the lives of women. And it's hilarious because when I started, I was like, oh my gosh, like women's business, women's ministry is for like softies. And I'm too bold for that. It's going to be horrible. I'm going to hate this. And Um, I really just believe that God started handing me my ideal clients but I didn't see it that way and I think a lot of times when we start off in business we're obviously narrowing the field of like what the heck am I called to? What do I even want to do? And it can be really scary because you don't want to plant seeds in 5,000 different directions and then have to go and water all of them and I think um, for a really long time Janelle for the first two and a half years I would say I was still kind of doing that even knowing my niche and so part of why connecting with a coach, which we'll talk about later. And the right coach is so important is because they will help you really stop being frustrated because you're spinning in circles by sewing in every single direction. And so, um, powerhouse pageantry came about because my first client DM'd me on Instagram and they were a pageant girl. And I was like, I'm not good at fashion. I'm not good at this. I don't want to do, you know, lifestyle and fitness. I don't want to do that component. I really want to help women on a one-to-one mentorship life coaching kind of level. And so pageantry with my previous experience in winning, um, helped me narrow narrow that playing field to really find the medium that I, I knew that I could be effective in and take ground in. And so when I kind of established that and knew that I wanted to work with interviews specifically, um, I was like, well, you know, let's try this out. And then my first two, um, clients, one of them, one who had been trying for two years could never get past second runner up. So she won her state competition, went on to make top 12 at Miss America's Outstanding Teen, won a top interview award. And then my other client got second runner up at Miss New York that year. Um, and New York wow. has been on to win Miss America four out of the last six, six or seven years. So they're a power state. And so, I was like, okay, well, uh, maybe the maybe we've hit the nail on the head here. And I mean, <laughs> I was, yeah, I think a lot of times when we're starting our businesses, it can be really discouraging. Um, but we have to look for those little moments where, you know, there's signs, external signs of going this path. Like, where is your fruit happening? And um, so we kept just putting one foot in front of another. But I made some um, well-meaning investments, and I started this company when I was 22. I, I'm 26 now, and so it was really scary, but I was making the best investments that I knew how. And so I remember um, emptying out some of my savings bonds when I was 22 and just taking a leap of faith because I, I wanted to make an impact. And so I did that when I was so young and it ended up being a lot of talk and not a whole lot of um, helping. And I think that the person meant really well and I would never speak ill of them, but I think I was just caught between kind of their scaling and their expansion. And so their program was just not fortified enough. It was a lot of 30,000 foot view stuff, like just not the nitty gritty of like what actually helps you. And so I was very discouraged and, you know, I could have given up then a lot of you guys listening have probably invested in things that, you really had good faith on and that promised you a lot of things. And, and uh, a lot of people quit after that, but you know what, you have to keep in mind what the end goal is and who you're helping and why you have to know your customer avatar and their why and their pains and their problems is because that keeps you going and getting out of bed every day to Keep understanding that you are the thing that's fixing their problems, and you're that medium of exchange that they need, and don't have to feel bad about that. To when then you're, you know, you're charging high ticket for that because they probably have been through similar experiences, and so um, that was five grand out the window, and uh, couldn't oh. get that back. And and it's just interesting, you know. But you just learn, and I think if you were to talk to any successful business owner, they would have a similar story. Um, honestly, I, I firmly believe the difference between um somebody who takes massive and perfect action and somebody who just thinks that they do is if you can't describe offhand uh the amount of times that you've failed miserably and almost gone under and had to you know risk everything, then you probably aren't actually taking a lot of action. And um so after that, I was at 22 The next year I remember I invested 10 grand in a sales mastermind, um, which is great and I'm very thankful for it's kind of when I found out that I was good at sales, but still looking back on that now, I'm like Wow. 10 grand. Like I spent 10 grand <laughs> a 23 year old, like, to do that, and, uh, still wasn't, you know, wasn't everything I was looking for. And then I made a couple other investments, just really trying to find that fit. And, um, so finally when I got in contact with you, I also wasn't really expecting anything either. And then we just connected immediately. And, um, the investment has just proven dividends over and over and over, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but really just what I would encourage people that are listening is, a, I believe that all coaches should have coaches or else what the heck are we doing? Because the world is changing, online marketing changes, you know, social media platforms change. You can't be in charge of knowing everything all the time and you shouldn't. So a coach is, it's a worthy investment because they're supposed to take you um, farther along than you could go by yourself, but also speed up the process so that there doesn't have to be as much pain and sorrow and, you know, scraping your knees and getting back up. And so that's why I'm really thankful that I'm, I'm here
1: now. Totally. I love, I love everything that you just said. You've had an amazing journey. And I think that shows your perseverance and just like your courage in saying like your, your vision was just so it's almost like your vision was so tangible and you knew it was going to happen that you were just going to do whatever you had to do to make it happen. But something that really caught my attention was when you talked about massive and perfect action. And I think that that is so important in business. So important in business. Like I've absolutely have those moments when I have failed miserably and I can list them off very easily. And, you know, I think that that shows that we really want it. You know, like, I think that proves to ourselves, to our clients, to God, that it's like, this is something that I want. This is something that, you know, I, I believe is my purpose. And so I am going to do what it takes to, to make it happen. So thank you for bringing that up.
0: Absolutely. you know It's a beautiful thing because you realize that your vision has to be a lot bigger than you because I think when your vision is just about you or you realize that maybe you're not in the right business, as soon as those trials come, then you're going to get swept up in the waves and you're just going to throw your hands in the air and say, you know what, it's not worth it. But when you really are solid in your why and you have somebody helping you understand what problem that you're really solving in somebody else's life and it becomes more about the people than just the finances or about, you know, the, the dream or the whatever, then I think it makes it all worth it to scrape your knees a couple of times and keep getting back up.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that was just super inspirational. I could just stop the podcast right here. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Megan, can you share a little bit about, you know, when we connected, we, we were just kind of connecting to connect. What, made you, what pain were you experiencing in your business that made you say, I want to explore working with you further?
0: Yes. Um, the pain was making the exact same amount of money every single month. And also just honestly feeling like I had a limitation of what my own knowledge was like, I'm a self-starter. I'm a learner. I will dig into whatever I can get my hands on. I love reading. I love all these things, but sometimes you just really need somebody to hold your hand and hold you accountable through the process. Because where I was kind of stuck was working on, on on the business, in the business, sorry, in the business, like 90% of the time, because I didn't have systems. And I remember coming to you and I was like, Janelle, I need systems so badly. I sometimes I just need somebody to tell me like, Hey, use this website, use pay funnels, use this, use this, use, you know, use Stripe, use whatever, like to make things cohesive, because sometimes that's the thing that can make you spend too much money when you don't need to and want to rip your hair out. Or you think that you need to hire an employee when you can really do it yourself. And so just the getting towards, um, automating my business just steps further, provided so much relief. I remember I came to you and I was just so stressed out. Cause I was like, you know, I'm literally coaching 15 people a week. I don't have systems in place, accounting systems. I need this system, this, this, this. And I just, Oh my gosh, I was so overwhelmed. And I think within literally a matter of weeks, I just was so de-overwhelmed. And, um, you know, then we went into pageant season right away, which was like winners, winners, winners. And I literally had like a million winners, like all of my clients. Basically <laughs> in an interview, And it was awesome, but I felt like I could actually handle that because I knew that to a certain extent, the business was running itself. And then, um, you know, I wanted to reach new financial goals. I wanted to, um, buy a few things in my life. I wanted to completely get out of debt. I wanted to reach some just life landmarks as a 26 year old. And as the first real female entrepreneur in my family to, um, prove to myself that I could do it, you know, and kind of shatter some glass ceilings that I even had, I think over myself. And so, um, we'll talk about that in a second, obviously, but that was just really cool to prove to myself that there was more in me and to feel like I finally had a yellow brick road to follow that would actually would lead lead to Oz in a way, rather than just like feeling like you're in the forest, yeah. <laughs> you're cutting down branches every day, just trying to survive.
1: Totally. Well, and I remember when we, when you signed up, you were like, okay, Janelle, like I'll sign up for my sessions or whatever. But like, can we, I need you like today. And we like, literally, I like made space in my calendar and I was like, Megan, I will block off an hour for you tomorrow. And we dug into like your systems and just figured out like how to get you. Cause you were running like three businesses at the time. So anyway, without going too much into it, we, yeah, you were definitely in a very I don't want to say desperate place, but you were definitely in like a place where you were way overextended, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there might be a lot of people listening right now who are in that same place. So thank you for sharing, honestly, your story.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would say it's a great thing to be in that place because at least people are coming to you and you're being the solution for people. So like, it's like this tipping point. And again, why are we here? Why, why do we need coaches? It's for that exact reason. Like you, you solidify your idea, you figure out who your avatar is, you start getting a couple clients, you get some testimonials, some results, whatever, and maybe you'll hire a coach even earlier on in the journey so you can, you know, figure those things out out in a better way. But I think almost everybody has that tipping point where, you know, even if I was making 300 K a year, like there's a whole different level of problems that face you that you need somebody to help you with. And it's not even that you can't, it's just that we weren't created to live by ourselves and we were created to live in community and to have people who can see things from a different perspective to bring us along the journey to our dreams quicker.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm so curious what, because you had invested a lot before you were still in debt when you came to me, what made you like brave enough to say, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to invest again. And I'm going to like, I'm pretty sure you put it on a credit card, right? Like, what made you brave enough to take that step when you didn't have the cash flow in your business?
0: Yeah, I think I just was desperate. I, I mean, maybe that's not completely the right word because I am the kind of person who's going to figure it out. But mm-hmm. I think I just didn't want to be alone in the journey anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to feel like I had to do it all myself and. I think you answered all my questions and I was a tough cookie, even on the sales call with like, no, I need like a Bible verse that's going to tell me that you really mean this, you know, because when you've been burned so many times, you can kind of become numb to the same old, same old. Mm -hmm. And um, I think just even such a God thing that both of our companies are called powerhouse, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I think really Janelle, the thing that ministered the most to me was that you are called the part-time CEO. And I was like, dude, if I could, work 20 hours a week and make a hundred grand. Like, are you kidding me? You know? (laughs) And also just, I think realizing that I was wasting time on so many things I didn't need to, you have a special gift and anointing for helping people to really make things make sense in a linear fashion to where it's like, okay, Mondays are podcast day. And this day we do this. And this day we coach. I remember you showed me even just like, Like now I work hardcore Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like I will work 12 hours a day if I have to, but that works for me. And then Fridays I can run errands and Mondays I can do ministry stuff, you know, or focus on coffee dates with people. And I feel like I have my life back. Like I traveled more this summer than I ever have probably in my life combined and still made literally like, I mean, my business just ridiculous. So, um, that in itself of feeling like I have my life back is huge. And so thank you so much for that.
1: Oh, no, you're welcome. I just got goosebumps. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's so funny. Like, you know, obviously, you know, my clients text me when they get clients and they let me know they're like big months and it's like so exciting. But I think the, what's really rewarding is when you're like, I could travel and like still run my business. I can like go on coffee dates with people and I have my life back. Like that to me is like worth so much more than however many however much money you make during the months or however many clients you onboard, like that is so amazing. So thank you for sharing that with me. Mm -hmm. It really like struck me when you said that you didn't want to be alone in the journey anymore. Can you speak to that? Because I think that there's so many entrepreneurs who feel like it's just us in front of our computer all alone. And our friends don't understand what we're going through. Our mom has no clue what we're doing. Like, can you kind of speak to that? I think
0: it's two parts. I think one part is breaking the glass ceiling. Um, and I'm not even necessarily like a feminist by any, by any means, but I do think that it's more of like a mental internal thing. Um, than even like an external, like you can't do it. I think just in society, like we, as women, don't have a lot of examples outright. Mm -hmm. And so for one, it was breaking the glass ceiling and just seeing other people who are going before me and doing that and having a mentor who's done that herself. Um, And then B just having people that understand you, like you said, just, I mean, I think a lot of us would say, that in our friend groups or in our church circles or in the people we work out with, like you're just at the top of your game. And so it's very hard for me to be motivated when I'm not around people who make more money than me or work harder than me or work in like a crazy hours like I do, you know, or just get it. And so I think just having specifically a group of women and, you know, honestly, I'm not even, as engaged as I could be, um, probably in the community, just because the nature of the last couple months of my business being, you know, tough season and everything, or sorry, busy season. Um, there's just such value in community. And I think what's been really cool Janelle is that I have that has reflected in my business because we have the inner circle program, which is like our monthly subscription program, um, for girls who either can't afford one-on-one coaching or that's just not a right fit for them. And, um, I've just turned the, the the tables on even that, and I think it's enabled me to provide so much more value, be more present, and just really dig into. Because um, we restructured my whole business too, you know, which we can talk about. But um, making things clear and simple. And one thing that I learned: um, not having five thousand options in your business actually ends up benefiting your clients so much more because you can a figure out who your perfect clients are, and then b pour into them to the utmost. But I feel like. Also, finally having that pipeline of pouring into me that makes me a better coach for others. And that's just so incredibly important because I never want to pour from an empty vessel ever or else I feel like that's extremely disingenuous.
1: Mm, That is such a great point, like that you need someone to be pouring into you so that you can turn around and pour into your clients. And I think that goes back to your earlier point when you're like, every coach needs a coach. Like every coach needs someone who is committed to their growth and holding them accountable to their growth so that they can show up as their most, you know, their highest self Mm -hmm. to the people that they serve. So that's beautiful. Can you talk, let's paint a picture for, for my listeners, because I don't think most people are like insiders into the pageant world. So can you share a little bit about what like busy season looks like in the pageant world, what the month of July is supposed to look like, and then we'll dig into what it actually looked like for you.
0: Yeah. So I specifically coach in the Miss America organization. I have a couple clients in USA. Um, yes, there's a huge difference. USA, um, is, just different I guess, attributes of what they're looking for. In a pageant contestant, USA does not involve talent and does not require a platform. And Miss America organization is 50% interview based. It's largely a spokesmodel position. You take a year off of school, you travel around the country um, and you perform a talent. And so that is the organization that I competed in. Now that my little sister is the current Miss Nebraska and will be going to Miss America in December. And um, so June is when all of the state pageants are. We're on a, a basically a nine month but it could be up to 10 or 11 months but july is supposed to be like the end all be all absolute slowest part of the entire season so we have things called locals and you have to compete and win in a local um for example miss omaha you know miss Houston, Texas, whatever, you have to win one of those to even qualify for your state competition to compete at state. And locals are basically a mini version of state, same areas of competition, same scoring, all of that. So once you win a local competition, um, then you're on your way to state. And it's basically anywhere from 10 months to three months of prep, depending on how late in the game you win your local. And then all the state competitions for all 50 states plus DC are um, starting the, some of the Northeastern states are the end of May, but primarily all of June through the first week of July. So after that, as you can imagine, one girl wins from every single state and then the other anywhere from 20 to 50 or 60 girls who don't win in each state because some states have like 64 girls competing for state which means that 64 girls won a local it's incredible um and so july is supposed to be the downturn of just when everyone's bummed they didn't win you know they're not even thinking about pageants they want to enjoy their summer they have one month till school starts again because most of these girls are such go-getters that they're working two three jobs putting themselves through school in school community service you know doing stuff their platform their Crazy, which is well,
1: they probably just spent like a whole bunch of money. Like, I mean, how much does it cost to compete in a, ta- in a pageant?
0: Oh, I mean, a gown itself is five grand. Sometimes <gasps> uh, two to five
1: oh grand. Mm-hmm. Wow! So they've just spent tons of money on this pageant. So in July, they're like, "I'm done competing. I'm not. I'm not going to." They're probably not excited to turn around and like invest. So can you tell me like, kind of, is that how July's have been in the past for you? Like kind of slow and dead?
0: Yeah. Uh, just so all over the place. I didn't have a system. And I, I really think that if you, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Like, I think so much of what you've helped me with, Janelle has been mindset. Um, your sales script changed my life and, um, just uh, those things together help you see your client in a different way and see yourself in a different way where I was like, you know what, if it's in season or out of season, I don't care. Like I have the solution. I genuinely believe that I'm the best coach in the game. I have such a heart to help these women and I don't work with everyone because I want to be selective with girls who are powerhouse minded, who are teachable and helpful and, you know, have similar values and are extremely talented and brilliant. And I felt so empowered that, I just went into July and I I have my whiteboard next to me. But as we talked about, I had a goal of 35 sales calls in July. And I think because I set that intention and and felt like I had the right tools in my toolbox, um, we ended up making as much money in July than I did all last year. And so we had a 20, we had a 26 K gross sales month and I made like 25 K last year. And so it was just incredible to prove to myself what was possible and to just shatter every expectation just by little decisions every single day. And I I really believe like, whether you want to call it law of attraction, law of faith, whatever, just like with that mindset, I acted that way, spoke that way. And, put that out in the universe, whatever you want to call it. And literally every day, just clients were coming at me, coming at me, coming at me where I was having to say no. And I couldn't even get on the phone with everybody and, um, expanded into four new states. And it was just so exciting because like, I so look forward to every single call of mine. Now there's not a client that I don't love. Um, know that sounds weird, but like sometimes we take on clients just because people do just because they're willing to pay, but it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. Like I love my clients. I love my inner circle. They're incredible women and they're such an inclusive group. They cheerlead for each other's dreams. And, you know, I just, I'm so grateful and I just wake up like I get to do this, you know, and I'm excited to mm-hmm. see what we can continue to build with some of the ideas that we have in the future. But yeah, July, um, didn't make any sense, but it made sense at the same time because of the massive and perfect action that we took every day.
1: Absolutely. That is like that just blows my mind. I didn't realize that you made 25k all in all of 2018. Mm-hmm. So that makes this that much more powerful. That in your and what was supposed to be your slowest month, mm-hmm. you made more in gross sales than you made in an entire year. That blows my mind and that is so so exciting. So Megan you are just, you've just been so inspirational. And I i know there are women who are listening, who are thinking like, but Megan is X, Y, Z. Megan is, you know, a powerful woman. Megan is more confident than I am. Megan has more resources than I do, whatever. Can you speak to that woman who is like, I know I need this for my business, but I... They, they feel they're stuck. They're stuck in either fear or they're stuck, you know, for whatever, for whatever reason, can you speak to that woman who, who needs to take the next step?
0: Absolutely. I would love to. So I think it's the, honestly, the exact same reason why girls work with me for pageantry. Mm -hmm. That's what a coach is for. I think the very reason that you're not feeling validated in your identity or you're walking through some mental health, um, self-belief, self-worth, self-image type things is the exact reason why you need to invest in a coach. I think thinking the opposite question I ask my clients is a lot. um, You know, what would happen if you didn't invest in a coach? What would happen if you kept doing what you're doing? Maybe read a couple books, try, 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 try you know, are you going to circle back around in six months, nine months or 12 months and be upset when like, in my case, I'm like, cool. You want to get second runner up again? Cool. You want to get top 10 again? Cool. You want to not make top 10 again? Then you just invested five grand in a dress for no reason. Mm -hmm. it's not You know? And so the same thing with people investing in a business coach, it's like, okay, well, how badly do you want your dreams to come to pass? And again, if you can really build trust and find the right coach for you and, um, it's a partnership and it's a beautiful thing because you know what, there are some days when your coach needs to be more of a therapist and there are some days when you just need to vent and you're like, I have family crap going on like and today sucks and it was horrible and I don't believe in myself, you know, and you've done that for me too. And I've just, I walked through the craziest season of my life this past whatever months, you know, but I can't imagine not like having that external completely objective source speaking into your life with tools that will work is so powerful because you know that they're not just tickling your ear and telling you that you can do it because whatever, like they genuinely are equally as invested and want to see you win because like that reflects well on you, Janelle, like when your clients win. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think that we just need to break the stigma, um, that, it is anything else because you're just as invested. And for me as a coach, like I am so validated and invested when my clients win or when they win in a different way where I've had just as many, some, you know, some clients go on to do amazing things after pageantry and they're texting me because they're making, positive decisions in their relationships, So they cut somebody out of their life that they knew was really negative, And that actually ended up affecting their pageant experience or mm-hmm. learn how to say no to things or stop people pleasing. You know, there's, there's all these other things that are along the journey of becoming a business owner that if we were to be in a room with people who make, you know, X amount of dollars or more, they all carry a certain mindset and a positive self image and a positive self belief. And so if you're struggling with that, um, I would just encourage people listening. Um, that it's not just about money. Like money is an external validation of what's going on in the inside. Because if you don't even have the self-belief component of it, you're not going to have the courage, um, to get back up as many times as it takes to go make the money or to even sell on the phone or, you know, to do any of the necessary things. And so I think actually it's the real validation that you do need a coach in the first place.
1: I a hundred percent agree. And I think you're totally right. Like if you can't take the step to invest in yourself, then you are totally out of integrity. If you're asking anyone else to invest in you Amen.
0: hundred
1: percent. Yes. 100%. Yes. And so Megan, this has been such an amazing conversation. And I just, I want to ask you, like, do you, so you're working three days a week. So we've got the part time, ta- part time thing down. Are you going to make six okay. figures this year? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) Yay! We've got a new part-time CEO in the house. Yeah. (laughs) That is so thrilling. This is why I do what I do. Megan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your journey and your story. Where can my audience find you?
0: Yeah, I'd love for you all to follow me. Um, even if you're not in the pageant world, I post daily. I've actually made a hundred percent of my money off of Instagram completely organically with no ads. And um okay. so if I could brag about myself about one thing, I would say I've just really tried to master the art of storytelling and speaking authentically to what your audience needs to hear. So if you're if you are wanting to kind of curate your brand and your voice on social media, you can find me at Megan underscore Swanson on Instagram or my company at Powerhouse Pageantry or our Website um, powerhouse dot which I'm sure we'll link here because I know pageantry is kind of hard to spell most
1: people. Yes, and link um, in the show notes.
0: I'd love to connect with you guys. Um, I'm very easy to reach on there. If you guys ever have any questions or want my feedback on what you're trying to do on social media, um, but I just love connecting with people, connecting with entrepreneurial women, and um, not having to do this alone. So the more the merrier.
1: Beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Megan. Absolutely. Thanks, Janelle.
0: If you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level, make sure to join us in the Powerhouse Inner Circle, where personal development meets pageantry. Each month for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions to work with us or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.